there. Welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, productivity and mindset coach and all-around soul nudger for women in business. In this podcast, I not only talk about the process of inner transformational work, but share ways to maneuver through, to reconnect to a deeper sense of your worth, your brilliance, and your agency, especially if you're in your second stage of life. What I know to be true is that women in business can be both fierce and soft, while wholly being themselves, and still find room to be more bold in their thinking, more badass in their doing, and especially more brave in their being. Let's do this, shall we? Before I begin, I want to take a quick, quick minute to remind you of two things. First, What I talk about in this episode is all about energy, and I have a tool to help you discover the best way to utilize your energy most effectively and efficiently. It'll help you better understand the ebb and flow of your energetic capacity. That is, how much energy you have at any one time in relation to the tasks that will be utilizing that energy. And it doesn't stop there. I show you how to use the data you've collected to structure and schedule your day for optimal productivity, which is the key to all of it. Knowing this information matters because it allows you to focus your attention, knowing when you're in your most creative period of the day on the CEO tasks that move your business forward. Okay, that second thing I want to remind you of is please take a few minutes after listening today to leave a review of the podcast. This definitely helps the algorithm gods put the podcast in front of more women in business needing this type of support. Alrighty, thank you. Now, on to the episode. Studies conducted by researchers at the Kauffman Foundation state that the highest rate of entrepreneurial activity belongs to the 55 to 64 age group. What? According to SCORE, the Volunteer Resource Organization of the SBA, Small Business Association here in the United States, more than half of all new entrepreneurs are age 50 and over. And the more prevalent reasons for this growth are because they're choosing to start over, they're tired of their nine to five, they want to pursue their passion. And in addition, they report that 67% of business owners over 50 report they are making a profit. So, I love the line from Carrie Hannon's book, Never Too Old to Get Rich. Quote, when it comes to launching a successful business, youth is not the magic elixir. Unquote. Our success as midlife entrepreneurs is due to many factors, including having more management, marketing, financial exposure, and experience, plus a greater depth of industry knowledge and work-life experience. And I find that some of the biggest factors that influence success at this stage is the freedom it affords us to shape our own destiny, to chart our own course, and the ability to create a legacy, our legacy built by our own efforts. Entrepreneurship also gives us second stages a chance to reset, to have a do-over on our own terms. And I've got to say, the women who've gravitated to me for coaching are those who've worked 
or still working a nine to five job, but want to branch out on their own. And women who have been stay at home moms for most of their lives are and are intentionally choosing to utilize the experience they've gained over the years. Each of them felt a calling to not only do something different with their lives, but that there was an overarching need to contribute their time and services in a more meaningful to them way. This idea of doing meaningful work resonated with me in my early 40s and is exactly what led me to my business today, supporting women in the second stage of life as they navigate the world of entrepreneurship through productivity and mindset coaching to help them launch and grow successful businesses. But what does it take to be successful? And how do we make that shift that requires us to be productive in a different way that enhances the work we do as entrepreneurs as we grow this, this entity we've created? There are a couple of questions to consider when thinking of midlife entrepreneurial productivity. How can you be more productive as an entrepreneur, given where and when you started your journey? How does entrepreneurship and all that it entails impact your productivity? And lastly, how can you determine, or better yet, predict your sustained success as a midlife entrepreneur in terms of how productive you can be? Each of these questions revolves around one singular component, your energetic capacity, the total amount of energy you bring to a task to achieve a desired outcome. Now, I'm talking about energy in two distinct ways here, both your physical and your mental or mindset at the start of any activity. Understanding your process for working, in addition to taking a quick assessment of the energy you're bringing to that work, greatly impacts the results you get that in turn, determines the achievement of your stated goals. Listen, we all know that entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart at all. Walking into this period of your life, heeding the call to branch out on your own, you will continue to encounter struggles and hardships and mindset setbacks. But it's how you tackle these issues that arise that determines your successful or not so successful outcome. The way you approach productivity has to work for you, for where you are today, and not come from what the biz gurus say it should look like, or even for that matter, from an idealized version of what you remember yourself capable of in your 20s. So how can you be more productive in your business without succumbing to the hustle and grind way of doing things? I'm going to let you know up front right now that what I'll be sharing are not the typical steps you've probably already heard being offered. I agree with those practical ways as well and share them regularly with my clients. And some of those steps we take are strategic that yield pragmatic results, working within a contained timeline of 90 days to accomplish your yearly goals or create written audio or video content to reach your targeted audience. Those are pragmatic ways of being productive. And then there are some really simple yet overlooked steps, the ones I'll be sharing today, that have you walking the path of ease and flow 
to help you achieve your desired results, those goals you set for your business. Alrighty, let's get started with number one. Take more breaks. I know it makes no sense to say you're in business for yourself and you want me to take more breaks, but for the love of all that is holy, please pay heed to this one. We are at a different stage of life and rest is imperative to re-energizing our mental acuity and our physical energy. Rest is key to it all. And the best part about resting is that it allows quiet space for creativity to flourish, giving your mind room to speculate, formulate new ideas, and come up with new plans. Number two, curate your white spaces. Now this one is about eliminating the noise that allows for distractions to take our attention away from the task at hand. You may have heard the term white spaces in graphic design culture. That's about not crowding an image or design with too many words, letting white space takes, take over sometimes and making sure you have different size text, headings and subtext and bold and italic and, and whatnot for the purpose of making the image or design stand out and be able to be read. Same for your productivity. In order to get that work done, it's important to create white spaces. This could look like minimizing the tabs you don't need to pay attention to and only having that one tab open in your browser or putting your phone on do not disturb so your full attention remains where it should be. In a Forbes article, I read an excellent description of what white space is. It is the open time, the stepping back, the strategic pause. It's the oxygen that allows our efforts to catch fire. It gives us room to innovate, to strategize, to reflect, to recuperate, and to think. Isn't that awesome? There's so many ways that you can create white spaces you work to help you increase your awareness so you can work smarter, not harder, and be more productive without it leading to burnout. Shifting just this one aspect of how you approach your work could be the productivity game changer you didn't know you needed. All right, number three is do not multitask. Let me say that again. Do not multitask. Multitasking is practically impossible to achieve effective results. Because task switching is what happens when you think you're multitasking. Either way, you're using up excess loads of energy. Neither is good for you and results in inefficient work. In his book, The Myth of Multitasking, Dave Crenshaw coined the term switch tasking. Now in his book, he states that when we resort to switch tasking in one work period, we are, quote, piling up large amounts of switch costing. Switch costing is the transition time of mental effort and energy that it takes to move from one task to the other, close quote. The better, more efficient way to work is to focus your intention on one task for a finite amount of time. When clients start working with me for the first time, I send them a welcome gift that includes a few niceties, two of them being 
a beautiful journal, and a timer. One of the best and most simplest ways to achieve focus is to use an external source to help you stay on task. Relying on your timer to tell you when to switch tasks frees you up to fully concentrate on what you're working on without letting distractions filter in. Number four, be realistic about the time it will take you to complete a task. If you give yourself four hours to finish, when in reality it's more like two hours, you will find ways to use all four hours, which then allows for space for distractions or for task switching. Be realistic about the time that you need for any task that you do. Number four, number five rather, ditch expectations of a work-life balance. That's almost impossible. It's just impossible to achieve because um, life and its ups and downs. Of course, it's important to remember why you started in the first place so that achieving your goals doesn't take away from living your life. Take the image of a scale. I want you to imagine this. To achieve true balance, both sides of a scale needs to be stationary without movement. What we want to achieve instead is minor movement on one side or the other, managing struggles as they occur without one side dipping down so far and tipping massively in one direction that creates complete imbalance or chaos that eventually leads to burnout or mindset breakdown. Instead, when you think of balance, think more in terms of adjusting and refocusing your attention as needed to bring about your desired life and biz goals. Of all the tips I'm sharing with you, the next one is imperative to creating a thriving and sustainable business. Develop a structure. This is number six, by the way. Develop a structure for working that works for you. Establish routines to help you focus and plan and access your rhythm and your flow. This is about developing a process or structure that has you... Figure out your energy, accessing your energy in a different way that bypasses the old way of doing things that worked for you way back when and instead meets you where you are today. And number seven, bust those energy myths you're holding on to. Some you might not even realize you were so deeply rooted and ever-present in your psyche that you didn't know they still existed. For instance, I had to let go of the idea that now I'm in my 50s, I couldn't do certain activities or perform them as efficiently as I did in my 20s. Because that right there is bullcrap thinking. And it's these ideas we hold on to about how we do a thing that can keep us stuck and stall forward movement. A reframing is then necessary. It's not that you can't do the work before you but more that you have to rethink how it can be done to be more clever or creative in how you approach the same work that works within the energetic capacity you have as a woman in her midlife. It's about receiving the information and clues your body and mind are giving you and taking heed, working in a way that facilitates the growth you want for your business. Just because you're in your second stage of life does not mean that you cannot do certain things. Heck no. 
we're so good at some of them that no one, no one can chase us. It's about understanding who you are at this stage in your life and the mass knowledge and expertise you bring to the table that helps you fulfill your duties as an entrepreneur. It's also about what's important to you, what matters, and about being cognizant of your energetic capacity, your divinely received rhythm and flow throughout. Productivity at this stage doesn't have to mean less. It just means we get to do things differently, our way. If any of what I shared here resonates with you, I'd love to chat with you about it. Maybe even have a have you as a guest on the podcast. Hit me up in my DMs to let me know. Also, don't forget to download your copy of the Biz Energy Audit. The purpose is to understand your energy, to get a more clear picture of your flow throughout your day and your week, and to understand the ebbs and ups and downs of your energetic capacity, how much energy you have at any one time in relation to the task that you will be utilizing that energy for. Alrighty then, till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass.